Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Paradisos, where if you change your thoughts, you can change the world. That is right. That is right. My name is Dennis, for those of you who don't know. And yes, today is Thursday, which means another episode of Trading Thursdays. Our guest for today, Cells Mode Probiotics for Plants, is an avid snowboarder, 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 border, border? whatever, a alpha trad- trading expert members, and he even has his own weed operation. Everyone, please welcome Alec Shuckers. Going on, everyone. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. So let's jump right into it. Uh, Alec, when did you first get into trading? Oh, man. Um, about two years ago, sitting in uh, Denver airport. Um, trying to kill some time. I didn't have a book with me. I'm doing some shopping around and uh, I stumbled across a Tony Robbins book, Unshakable. Um, I started reading that on the flight back and uh, I was beyond hooked. So, uh, you know, pretty much from there, about two years ago, I've just been uh, very avid in learning about the market. Um, you know, it's uh, it was really eye-opening to me. You know, just that, that one moment of getting on that plane and reading that book changed my whole life. Nice, nice. And when, what was your mindset going into trading? Because some people usually tend to, like, be skeptical. They have these misconceptions even before going in. They have sort of this closed mind. They're like, ah, this is not going to work. This is just all a gamble. So what was your mindset going into trading? That's a good question. Um, I was very optimistic. It was an animal that I had no experience with. Um, and after reading, you know, this Tony Robbins book, uh, how they invest, you know, they're, they're talking about 30 year holds plus, and, uh, you know, I was very optimistic about it, but, uh, my patience wasn't all there. So, uh, it was, uh, it was a funky style to, uh, try to just start off with, especially with absolutely no experience. Right. So did you have, I mean, even though you were optimistic and you sort of had this eagerness to, to get into it, did you have any misconceptions going into it? Not necessarily. Um, you know, I, I see how many people have failed in the market, you know, so uh, I'm always a little scared about that. But, uh, you know, my mindset, let alone in trading, but in life is uh, what do I have to lose? You know, um, you know, my, money is a is a tangible object. It's scary to lose. But at the end of the day, I got a, a bed to rest my head in, uh, you know, food on my plate. Well, what do I have to lose? Amen you know? to that. So can you remember your first trade? If so, what was going through your mind as you was making it? I can. My uh, my first trade was actually uh, this last uh, May. I uh, didn't put on any risk uh, until I had finished trading experts. I, uh, I learned before I earned. Um, and uh, the first trade I took on was Stitch Fix. Uh, ticker is SFix. Mm-hmm. Um, I got like a 10% chop in it. So, uh, no complaints, but, uh, right off the bat, you see those numbers go up and, uh, you learn a lot about yourself. You know, I, I sold almost immediately on that first pop when I should not. Mm. Okay. So what has been your biggest accomplishment to date in trading, whether it be big or small? My goodness. Um, that's a great question. Uh, my biggest accomplishment is, uh, living to trade another mm. day, you know? It's, uh, I, I can't really elaborate more than that. It's, uh, 
just being an active member of the markets nowadays, uh, all I can ask for is uh, keeping the shirt on my back. Nice, nice. So how, how do you, with running a business and doing all these, these other things that you like to do, how do you sort of not find time because there's always, you know, you're always able to find time, but how do you sort of uh, mentally find time to be able to be focused in all of the things that you do? Yeah, so I have like pretty severe OCD and uh, it's it's helped me very well. Um, I plan my weeks out every Sunday. Uh, I have things scheduled down to to the minute. Um, so, you know, I go into my normal work day. I get stuff done before, uh, you know, market open at 930. You know, I rip that open for a half hour. Then it's back to business as usual. Check back in around lunch. Uh, you know, I, just, I run my life very scared. Very meticulous. Yeah. So, so how, how is it, how important is it to you journaling and like writing things down as far as trading and how you, um, sort of go about a certain trade? How, how important is that to you? That is so important to me. I need to see things on paper. I need to write them down. The more I look at it, the more I talk about it, the more I write about it, the stronger I am in an environment, whether it be trading, whether it be growing, whether it be building, et cetera. Mm. Mm, very well said. So what have you learned while being in the trading experts alpha chat besides trading? Because I'm always hearing these, you know, stories, how great it is, what a great environment it is. So besides trading, what have you learned most about in the alpha chat? My goodness. Uh, you know, alpha chat is the value of alpha chat is so high compared to the opportunity cost. Uh, I could not put on a single trade and being in trading experts alpha chat is worth it mm. to me. Um, it's, uh, everybody's drive to do better. Everyone's, uh, want to be an entrepreneur. You know, no one's ever caught sleeping in alpha chat. There's uh, always someone out there grinding. Mm, without a doubt, without a doubt. So how did you even come across trading experts? Uh, funny, funny story. I, uh, grew up, uh, right around the corner from Sam Pirelli, right in New Jersey. Uh, he's been a member for a long, long time. I believe he's actually a mentor nowadays. Wow. Um, and, uh, he posted, uh, the beyond meat gains um, couple, you know, maybe a year ago. And I was like, Hey man, what the hell is this about? <laughs> um, so, you know, he was on a flight, he made like 600 bucks. I was, uh, I was hooked uh, immediately. Intrigued. <laughs> hooked, hooked immediately. And I had like a, All about this very very long-term style holding so once i found trading i really found out the definition of swing trading i i was completely sold like everyone else i'm assuming so um so how did you straying away from uh trading now how did you get started in the cannabis industry i'm sure a lot of people are probably reading this title like wait what what's the title of this podcast so how did you get <laughs> uh uh started in the cannabis in industry yeah. Um, long story short, I uh, I want to say about four years ago, I had about you know a midlife crisis at age 22. Uh, I'm a college dropout. I didn't know what the hell I was going to do. I had broken up with uh, an ex-girlfriend at the time. Um, I packed my uh, 2003 Jetta and I drove across the country. I uh, just kind of did some soul searching. Um, I got back to Maine in all hopes to move out to Salt Lake City to do some snowboarding and, uh, you know, really no end goal for me there. Um, and a friend of mine had reached out when I got back and he said, hey, you know, I know you have this building experience. I'm uh, starting a growing facility. I'd like you to build it. So uh, that was the first grow I had built. Um, 
from there, I had built 40 marijuana facilities in the state of Maine, strictly just building. Um, so it was really a good niche, and I, I still uh, do a decent amount of building to date. Um, but uh, I'm seeing what these growers are making. I'm lifting 500 sheets of sheetrock over my head and making half of what they're making. So, you know, said, hey, I want a piece of this. Uh, so I just kept building, keeping my head down, working 12 hours days. Um, and eventually had the capital to open my own grow. Uh, all I had the money for was security deposit, rent, and a couple of lights. And, uh, God, that was scary. But, uh, I took that leap. Like I said, what do I have to lose? And, uh, you know, it's all kind of just fallen into place since. Wow. So, so where did you get, I mean, obviously building all of those, uh, uh, locations, what, what, over 40, you said, right? Uh, what, yeah. How did you go about learning the ins and the outs of the cannabis industry of growing? Well, it kind of started with, uh, you know, when somebody asked me if I could do something, I just said mm -hmm. yes. Even if I didn't know how to do it, I was going to figure it the hell out. Um, so uh, there's a lot that goes into building a cultivation facility. Everybody has a builder. Everybody can build. Um where I thrive is my energy efficiency. I want to have you produce the highest quality cannabis, the highest yielding cannabis at the lowest cost possible. So like I said, everybody can throw up a, a 16 on center stud wall, no problem, but how should it be insulated? Uh, what R value it should be? How well these uh, rooms should be sealed up? Um, you know, the biggest cost that people see is CO2. CO2 is 60% uh, heavier than air than, than uh, what we breathe, oxygen. So what that does is immediately CO2 get, gets put into the room. These plants need carbon dioxide in their lives um, and they completely fall to the ground. And if it's not sealed properly, you're losing all of that CO2 right through your walls, right outside. And uh, that stuff's not cheap. So uh, it all comes back to energy efficiency. How can I you know, keep your place cool with all of your lights and insulated properly at the lowest cost? So. Uh, you know, over those 40 grows, those first 10, man, they were rough. Um, but uh, I was just throwing up walls, taping them, painting them, and uh, building grows. And, you know, over these past four years, I've now built 50 total in Maine. Uh, it slowed down for a little bit, but really picking back up. Um, it just, uh, I have such a fine-tuned standard operating procedure now that uh, somebody calls me. I know how to go all the way from a design to flower and uh that's where the name of my business frame to flower came from is uh you know i'll help you from design i'll frame it out and i'll consult you all the way to flower and uh it's been very lucrative <laughs> <laughs> whoa that is insane i did not want you to stop talking wow that is amazing yeah. i mean and coming from a contractor myself here in south jersey it's just amazing to hear how i mean it, it's Yes, it's amazing to hear the the process, but it's also refreshing to see, not refreshing, what's the word I'm looking for? It's it's just great to see another contractor, another builder speak so eloquently about the process. And not only that, because I thought what I do remodeling was so like precise and it was like an art form, but the fact that you need to, you know, take into consideration the amount of CO2 that needs to be contained inside the room and how much needs to, uh, you know, stay in the room. It's just, wow, that was amazing. So some people tend to believe that plants just grow on their own. How true is that? <laughs> I, uh, uh, aside from being asked if I am invested in any cannabis stocks, which I'm not, um, steer clear. 
Um, besides that, the second favorite question is, you know, what do you do all day? Don't they just grow themselves? <laughs> and, uh, it's, it's funny, you know, uh, there, there is some weeks where I am so caught up that I can let them sit and grow, but there's such a science to the actual growing of this plant. Um, I go all the way down to how much nitrogen, phosphorus, potassium I put into each one of my plants, depending on the stage of life that it's in. And I have that all the way down to grams per gallon. Um, there's certain times that they need to be defoliated. It's uh, it's it's a long process, you know. I uh, I'll put in 60-hour weeks, no problem. Strictly just doing plant work. Uh, there's a lot of chemistry and a lot of science behind it. Wow, and that that all that knowledge, all that sort of knowing about plant growing came from you building the locations, the distribution for other people. Yeah slowly just eavesdropping on how they're doing it and uh, a hell of a lot of reading. Wow. Did you did you ever have sort of like a, a, a one mentor that you can go to, that you can still go to till this day about this? I do. Uh, the, the very first grow I ever built was uh, for a very close friend of mine from college. Uh, to date, I am uh, about to start his fourth facility. Um, and, uh, you know, he's got a couple years of growing on me and uh, – He's uh, he's been through the problems like Ben and Shake have in, in their trading. And, uh, you know, every day we're always learning something new. But uh, if, if something's out of the ordinary, I could give him a call. He'll be at my shop in 20 minutes and we'll just hash it out. So what is your um, probiotics? What is in your probiotics and how can they benefit the plants? Sure. So the probiotics I sell is uh, for a company called Better Air Environments. They're based out of uh, New York, New York. Um, they are in, uh, many things such as, uh, airplanes. Uh, we just got in the MGM grand out in Vegas. Uh, and what we do, um, is, uh, we produce a probiotic. What we use is Bacillus subtilis is the name of the bacteria strain. And what that bacteria does, it's a good bacteria that constantly fights bad bacteria. Now, as opposed to any other, uh, atomizer you may see online, et cetera, what we do is disperse it through your ductwork and in the air. And that good bacteria creates a microbiome or a living shell around every surface, your ductwork, the plants, etc. And what that does is eat the food that mold thrives on. So if there's nothing for mold to eat, mold isn't going to exist. And as a grower, our biggest problems are powder mold and botrytis, which is blood rot. Um, those are crop killers. You can ruin uh, six months of your, uh, of your year of your income uh, just with mold. So uh that's uh, that's what we we do. We try to uh, combat that mold, and uh, we're about a year into this industry, and uh, it's really taken off. Wow! So will, will, will that? And this is just off the top of my head. You talking about it? Will that sort of does that probiotic only? Because you said how it's spread through the vents and it attaches to everything, and it just keeps everything just clean, and it it prevents mold from growing in every way. So would that work in another environment, or would it just work for like a plant based sort of environment? It would work. Uh, it'll work even better in any other environment, such as your house. Uh, if you have bad allergies, it does a really good job of fighting those allergens and pathogens. Um, a grow room is the hardest place to control mold because we run our humidity about, you know, 55, 60 percent throughout the day. Uh, my grow rooms are 85 and sunny every day. Um, it's uh, it's a very high risk environment. Uh, it's exactly the environment that mold likes. So, uh, you know, it's. Uh, it's really being put to the test uh, in this environment and uh, all of our lab results and our field studies, et cetera, just uh, mind blowing what it's actually doing. 
Wow, that is amazing. So what is your goal? And just to sort of wrap up here, what is your goal with the probiotics and your cannabis? What is oh, your sort man. of end goal? What is like 10, 15, 20 year goal? Ah, you know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a man of, uh, of, of minimal things. You know, I drive an 06 Jetta now, you know, I went up from my 03. <laughs> um, I, I don't need much. Um, you know, I, I, I love smoking cannabis. Uh, that's the whole reason I got into the industry. I love building. Um, the probiotics was just kind of a, a plus. A friend uh, reached out to me. His father owns the company. Um, and his father is uh, also a mentor of mine, but outside the weed industry. Um, very successful guy. And uh, he reached out to me to really get our foot in the door. And uh, I just have such a great network of growers that I work with. So uh, that's kind of that added plus. But my end goal as a grower, you know, I, I want to be in every dispensary in the state. Um, if laws allow it, I want to be in every dispensary on the East Coast. But uh, that's a little shaky and uh, baby steps. But, uh, you know, business as usual. I'm always telling myself, you know, you got to step back and appreciate where you are. I've uh, my whole life. I never knew what I wanted to do. I'm always, you know, when's it going to happen to me? When's it going to happen to me? And, uh, you know, I, I take a step back and, and appreciate that it's happening right, right. now. You know, I'm, I don't need something big to happen. It's, it's going on right now. And, uh, you know, my growth over the past few years, like I said, five years ago, Alec was uh, going down a bad hole. I'm a college dropout, nothing going for me. Um, so where I've gotten this far uh, is, is farther than I've ever could have thought. Do you see your, do you sort of have that same mindset, that sort of same uh, passion when it comes to trading? Is it, is it you want to continue to be successful in trading? You want to maybe who, who knows what, what it can bring you? Or is this just sort of like, okay, I'm going to use trading to sort of fund my, my operation. This is fun for now. Yeah, no, I, I have the same, uh, the same goals with trading. I am, uh, I am balls to the walls. I, uh, I love getting up every day. Scanning charts has just been, uh, you know, I, I can't believe how much I love it. It's crazy. I, uh, five years ago, Alec wouldn't read a book, you know, it's, it's just, it's unbelievable. I I'm all in the trading is something I'm going to take with me for the rest of my life. Um, other than that, you know, it's, uh, just my my financial stability now and uh, what what I've learned is uh, just truly incredible. Okay, last and final question, like I asked all my guests, Alec, why trading experts, please? Uh, it, opportunity costs, you know, it uh, the the value you get from trading experts is truly incredible. Um, I was fortunate enough to learn before I earned. I uh, did not fall for any guru scams, um, and uh, like I said, I I, I was uh, redirected to trading experts through Sam Pirelli, and uh, I grew up with him, and he wouldn't be messing around with anything stupid. Um, so you know, it was uh, it's really a win-win. Uh, the mentors are great. Uh, the the alpha chat is great. You could talk to anybody at any time with any problem, and they'll uh, they'll either listen to you vent or tell you how to solve it. Um, so that that's why. Amazing, amazing, Alec. Thank you so much. I'm I'm always truly honored to speak with with a Alpha Trading Experts member. It's always so awesome to learn, other than you know their trading experience, but you know what who they really are and what they're really made of. So again, Alec, thank you so much, man. I really appreciate you coming on the podcast today. Yeah, thank you for having me. This was awesome. awesome. For for I mean, it, it seemed like the the you know it didn't want it to happen, but it finally happened, and we got it done. <laughs> 
Every force is working against us, huh? <laughs> for real, for real. All right, so uh, guys, thank you so much for tuning in and listening to uh, Alex' awesome, awesome life and his stories. Um, check us out on our website, www.paradisos.world, our Instagram, Paradisos Podcast, and our Twitter, Paradisos101, for daily inspiration and quotes. Until next time, God bless you all. Peace.